the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, what do you know? Uh, budget problems, and uh, Eric is out there asking for all kinds of drastic cuts. Um, has not a clue. This is what happens when you hire a, a moron to be your mayor. He is just, he has no idea what to do, how to do it. He's bad at governing. He's bad at politics. He's, uh, he's just bad and, uh, looks like to me corrupt, but we'll find out about that. Um, he is, uh, suggesting that, okay, we're going to get rid of the school safety officers, uh, cut them by what, 5%, no more cops. All right. No more hiring. And uh, we'll make up for it with volunteers, right? They're just going to volunteer, hang around the school. You know how hard it is to actually volunteer at a school, to qualify to volunteer at a school? I volunteered at a school, at a public school. Um, don't volunteer at a public school, all right? I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just it, the volunteering stuff in general um, is a little bit overrated. It is. It's just like, oh, I'm going to volunteer. And the problem is when you start volunteering, you start thinking that you're like the best person in the world. Oh, look at me. I'm volunteering. You know what? Work. All right. Work. The parameters are a bit more defined. Work. And then, you know, somebody can actually tell you what to do and you're responsible for something. When you volunteer, you're really not responsible. I mean, you can't a volunteer. You can't yell at a volunteer. You can't, you know, bring in the volunteer and straighten them out. Right. You know, because and the volunteer, you know, they have this they think they have a halo and you can't. I'm volunteering. And um, so I volunteered at a public school. I was resistant to all those feelings because I actually already learned that lesson. And I just, whatever. What I noticed was there were so many rules and regulations, and it just seemed like the most complex place the school had become. Like, what? How do you guys ever have time to just teach? I, I, I don't know. And that's also, I felt like this program that I was volunteering for, like it was the last thing the school needed. They, they they needed they did not need another program to administer and to guide and to monitor and I just I felt like I was more trouble than I was worth. So um, yeah, there's a time and a place for volunteering and it's good. I don't want to talk anybody out of it. Well, except uh, the people I want to talk out of it. I <laughs> just it's like uh, so there's that and what? Ooh, look at this holiday dinner. Thank you. A great big plate. Of Thanksgiving, turkey, and peppers and sausage. Peppers and sausage on Thanksgiving? I actually knew there was peppers and sausage. I asked for the peppers and sausage. I'm so glad. I also asked that I not be given any potatoes or stuffing, hoping that that person would blow off my restrictions, which were just meant for, you know, I had, I felt like I had to say it. Where's the gravy? Where's the gravy? How could you not? How could you provide? Uh, no, I'm only kidding. He, he did exactly what I, I'm so pleased. And it's so nice that we have Thanksgiving here. All right. And um, I don't know what the occasion is other than Thanksgiving, but that's a week from now. It is one week from today. We'll all be eating Thanksgiving. Hey, why do we eat Thanksgiving uh, so early? Nobody waits to six o'clock, seven o'clock. Nobody waits to dinner time. They eat at basically three in the afternoon. Why is that? I'm not complaining, but uh, anyway. Looking forward to that. And, ooh, 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 I'm sorry. I know some of you out there are really frustrated with Vivek Ramaswamy, but we need guys like this. And in that same interview, they try to say he's a sexist. He's anti-women. How is it that he's anti-women? Oh, listen to this. This is a 
think this is as good as the last, maybe even better. Go ahead. simple answer to that question would actually be a yes or no, but I do want to turn now to a different topic, to politics. Here's what your fellow Republican... Geopolitics is a little more complicated here, than, uh, here's than you're making what, out to be, Abby. Here's so what I'm your fellow... Wait, stop. What happened? What... Go to the top. All right, so whatever the question was, she thought it should have been a yes or no answer, and she's busting his chops because he, he didn't give her... Hey, what's her name? Who cares? Run for office. Answer the questions any way you like. That's the thing. That's the thing. You get to ask the question. He can answer the question. Amazing. What an attitude. All right, one more time. From the top, and then I'll shut up. The answer to that question would actually be a yes or no, but I do want to turn now to a different topic, to politics. Here is what your fellow Republican. Geopolitics is a little more complicated here, than, uh, here's than you're making what, it out to be, Abby. Here's so what I'm your happy fellow, to explain it to you if you're interested. Here's what your fellow Republican, Nikki Haley, said about you earlier today. Just listen. What happens? He comes out of the gate. He hits <laughs> the female chair of the party. He hits the female anchor on the platform. And then he hits me. And I'm not saying anything. I ain't saying I'm just saying. But he might have a girl problem. <laughs> I'm just saying he might have a girl problem. Okay, so she's laying out three different women that you've attacked. Um, why is she wrong? Well, uh, she also left off that list. Dick Cheney, Lindsey Graham, Carl Rove, John Bolton. The real issue is there's an old neocon wing of the Republican Party that I've been crystal clear critical of. And what makes me crack up about Nikki Haley is that she claims to eschew identity politics, yet embraces it when it's convenient. So, yes, Ronna McDaniel, if she's lost the last four elections after she took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017 and she lost in 2018 and 2020 and 2022 and 2023, I don't care if she's a man or woman. She deserves to be held accountable. Yeah, well, why don't you, if Nikki Haley why don't you came blame, out of the U.N. But why in don't debt, you blame President then, Trump for well, that? Excuse he me. Appointed, I, I'm in the middle of answering your, uh, your question. He appointed Ronna McDaniel to that post. This, these he's elections, also, these elections, I think you would agree, these the, elections leader, span the leader, he's also the leader of office. the Republican Party when he was president he claims to be the leader of the republican I'm party to be right the now. leader of the of the nation and the leader of the republican party my question is this and abby i've been on your show and others i preach to the left crystal clear i stand for meritocracy the best person for the job that's why i'm against affirmative action well i can't preach that with good clarity if we're not practicing what we preach in the republican party itself so is Ronna McDaniel the best qualified person to be leading the Republican Party on that record when her salary has tripled in the meantime? No, she's not. And I'm not going to apologize for that. And I think it is a shame when those who claim to distance themselves from identity politics wear identity politics when it's convenient for them. So I, Kamala Harris probably isn't running for president. If you want to run in the party of identity politics, there might be a slot available there. But here we're based in meritocracy, and I'm not going to apologize for that. Man or woman, skin color, it doesn't matter. Speak the truth, and we have to be willing to hold failure accountable. I, I, That's Kristen Welker and her Mr. lies that she's told Mr. about the Trump Russia. Uh, Mr. Mr. Ramaswamy, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there because so I stand by I, there's, no reason, uh, there's no reason to bring Kristen Welker into your dispute with Ronna McDaniel. But I, wanna, I want you to listen uh, you, to no, what no, Donald no, Trump said. I want you to listen to... You literally paid tape of Nikki Haley talking about Kristen Welker. Well, so I'm responding I, to the I, tape that the you just played for your viewers. The question that you so were answering was about... So give me a break and stop misleading about, your viewers. 
Mr. Ramaswamy, the question you were answering was about... The question I was answering was, was your about, allegation that somehow that are you there's a let girl me finish issue my question, or she's you talking just, about my statements about Kristen Welker. Are you going to let me finish so my question, or are you just going to well, continue talking? I was asking you why you would blame Ronna McDaniel, you're actually who was going back on the view, appointed view to her tape position. She was appointed to her position by Donald Trump, the president at the time. She a lot of those losses that you blame her for... By a lot the of the losses, the chairpersons of the RNC. A lot of the losses you blame her for happened under his watch, and you won't blame him for that. But but putting that aside, Mr. Ramaswamy, just right. 2020, one, one 2022, thing, and 2023. One final thing. So that spans that I want to ask you about before I, I like facts. A final. Mm-hmm. I want that guy as my ringtone, man. That was beautiful. At the, oh man, Abby Phillips. Is her name, and maybe, and I think Trump was right about her. He's the one who said, "I know you from TV, and you ask a lot of dumb questions." That's her, and those are dumb questions. I mean, she's like dumb dictating the answers. Maybe they're okay questions, but they're actually not. I mean, you could ooh, how was she wrong? You criticize three women, and I think what they may be getting at, okay, there's Lester Holt and Kristen Welker. You went after Kristen Welker. Well, Kristen Welker is the political reporter and the political anchor. Lester Holt is like. Arguably, the straightest guy they've got there. I would argue with that, but he is arguably the straightest guy. I would actually say there's no argument. He pretends to be straight um, in terms of news, not orientation. Although I think he is straight. Not that that matters. I just thought that was beautiful. And here's Adam calling to make uh, what, what? What? Man, oh man, that was genius. You know it. I know it. Adam, what's the problem? There's no problem, sir. I'm just happy that you didn't give me the commercial uh, time today. Anyway, um, I'm figuring maybe George Santos could get a job at 770 uh, a.m. You know, Mr. Casamitidis, he hires a lot of felons, ex-felons. So. Um, what a low blow. You know, I've, we talked about this before. You're trying to embarrass me at my work or something like that? Right, we got great people here, and you know what? I've said it before. Every um, every sinner has a future. Every saint has a past, huh? That's a real low blow, uh, below the belt thing. I, I you're talking about? I guess uh, it's, I know who you're talking about. And I mean, you know, why don't you call his show and bust his chops, Adam? You know, I thought we had something a bit more going, you and me. All right, you know. I don't call you at the bus depot and, and ask uh, uh, loaded questions in front of your boss, huh? That's not nice at all. I want you to think about what you did today. All right. I think you got the I message. Did. Laura, Laura's calling from Florham. Hello, Laura. Hi. How are you, Greg? Fine. I think I really shamed Adam. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Adam needs to stop calling. Adam, why don't you take a couple of weeks um, off, huh? Focus on the bus. Here I am uh, going to Adam. Not in, uh, Yesterday he complained that I was racist because uh, I, I went to him with not enough time. He didn't get enough time. I go to that guy. Mm. All right. Now, he's all right, but, you know, you just, eh, whatever. All right. What else? Well, um, I'm calling about your show yesterday. You were talking about Tammy Murphy running for Senate in yeah. New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Before your show, I had heard her ad, but not the whole thing. Um, the part where she talks about her skin color and being able to afford having healthy deliveries and pregnancies, in part because of her skin color, it turned my stomach. 
But what really got me that I hadn't realized before your show was that I figure she's campaigning in large part based on women and healthy babies. But she's a Democrat, so I'm thinking to myself, she's also wanting people to have free access to abortions. And on your show, you played the full clip of her ad, or the full the full ad, and sure enough, she went after Republicans for trying to defund Planned Parenthood. And I just it just makes me really sad that you campaign on this big issue of all women being able to have healthy pregnancies, but then you know that the 2024 election is going to be largely trying to get out voters based on abortions. And it just makes me sick. So I just I just wanted to point that out. No, Laura, it's a fantastic point. It is an amazing point. And I missed it yesterday. I remember she said defunding uh, Planned Parenthood. Why is they why are they getting any government money anyway? And Planned Parenthood, whatever. But that is a great point. Good for you. Thanks for noticing. I think I'm going to hit that on some other media platforms uh, as the day unfolds. And uh, I love it, Laura. Great, great insight. And how about that woman? Hmm? Who does she think she is? Tammy Murphy. Uh, Whoever is running against her, we have to do everything we can to get him or her uh, elected. And you know what, though? I'm not done with Bob Menendez. He might be innocent. He might be innocent in all of this stuff. Thank you very much. And we'll be right back. I got to get some more Thanksgiving. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, that was beautiful. That was be- and Adam. I'm, 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 I think you learned your lesson, Adam. You can call anytime, Adam. Um, all right. Oh, I do want to go through this uh, Alec Baldwin thing. Kind of dramatic. It is movie footage, like unedited. So it's it looks like it's a movie, um, but all the. You know, when you're watching a, a movie, you don't expect them to be talking out of character in the, you know, but it's film quality. It's movie quality footage. And uh, you see the guy with the, the clapper, you know, cut, all that stuff. And it's Alec Baldwin running around shooting his gun and talking about uh, safety at the same time. I think this is this helps him in that case. I, you know, look, I want justice to be done. A woman lost her life, you know, and. Seems like somebody should go to jail, but I don't know if it's Alec Baldwin, to be honest. I don't know. Um, but he certainly was pulling the trigger, and at one point he said he didn't pull the trigger. All right, listen to this. This is footage from the movie Rust, uncut footage. So there's movie footage, and then there's the stuff in between the takes. Go ahead. 
Hey, Mark. Hey, come Mark. They're in the desert. Set, set, ready, and action. One more, one more, one more. I forgot the recoil stuff. No, no, right away, right away. Let's reload. Here we go. It's like between the scene, but they're rolling the camera still. He's wearing a cowboy hat and everything. Here we go. Come on. We should add two guns and both were reloading. Hey, Mark. I'm going to run in. No, just. Yeah. Helena. When you drop your arm, that means he's 10 feet away. I can't see how close it is. I want to be almost up by the time he gets here. No, I'm going to go into this. Yeah. Well, let me show you something. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Step back to your original mark. So one one thousand, two one thousand, three. One, I'm getting up. Right. Uh-huh. Then when he drops his arm, Helena, get out. He drops his arm. That means Brady's close. I'm going to start to really get up. Okay. Okay. Three, or here we go. Let's try it. And everyone, rolling, rolling. Need to be right here, like in the path of the gun. Could you please move? Just want to be over him a little bit. In the path of the gun. They don't want to be in the path of the gun. Do you hear that? Now wait a second. If I'm going to shoot right, you want to go on the other side of the camera? I don't want to shoot toward you. Okay, well, I'm going to shoot close to you. All right, you see go. that? You hear this? Okay. This stuff. Here we go. That's that's exculpatory for Alec. He's very mindful of all this stuff, and he's also already complaining about the armorer. Now, you could say, well, what's the rush? Well, time is money on a movie set, you know, and they didn't have a lot of money, and uh, that's part of it. But, you know, I can be in a rush. I don't think anyone's going to die as a result of being in a rush, right? I don't think that was a uh, – that's reasonable to rush. On a movie named Rust. All right, keep going. Ready and action. No! Pretending he was shot. That's him? Yeah. He's here. Uh, I see him. He's going to come over your shoulder. Yeah. Right. It's in between scenes. He says something else. Okay. Everyone okay? All good. Everybody okay? You're right? Yeah, all good. He says one more thing about safety. Ready and action. <laughs> You gotta get up. You down here, old man? Come on. Get up. Hey, what kind of movie is this? Sounded a little uh, adult theater movie. All right, so anyway, Alec Baldwin, who I saw not long ago, I'm not a fan, but he's no murderer. And he didn't mean to do it. And he may not, may not, may not have been reckless. We'll see. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Um... Wasn't that beautiful? That was totally beautiful. Oh, I'm talking about my plate of uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I think I have a new favorite food. The turkey was amazing. Thank you very much to the Red Apple Media Group. 
John Cassavetes, Margot, and the rest. What a great feast up there. Uh, Thanksgiving feast, a little bit early. But you know what they had, which is a delightful surprise that I haven't had in many, many years? Um, uh, peppers and sausage. <laughs> peppers and sausage should be a staple in my diet, certainly on Thanksgiving going forward. Uh, that's... Uh, Man, you know what? One thing about George Santos, his weight varies quite a bit. You ever notice that? I'm looking at him. His weight varies quite a bit. My weight can vary. He, um, I think he might have tried Ozempic. It looks like an Ozempic uh, candidate. You heard about Ozempic? Some people do it. I think you're better off personally with the NJ diet, right? No shots. No shots. You don't want to mess with any shots. I will. I hate shots. I don't want shots for weight loss. Um, now that he's not going to run for re-election, will they back off? They act like he's... Uh, you know, the most important man in the world. He's a first-term congressman, not even a year in office. Um, yeah, granted in the majority, but so what? Um, all right. I got it. Uh, Mark, hello. You're in New Jersey. Hey, Greg. How you doing? Semper Fi. I have a question. I, uh, Brian Kilmeade, ever since he's been talking about um, the Penny, Daniel Penny, he always refers to him as an ex-Marine, and that really gets under my skin. I know I shouldn't let it bother me. Yeah, you should not let it bother you. Why would that bother you? Not, I don't know. It just does. Ex-Marine? Uh, ex You can say ex-Marine. I know this once a Marine, always a Marine thing, but that's fine. That's like ex-Marine sounds fine to me. He's an ex-Marine. Ex-Marine. Now, what, no, what, you know, that's what we – That's. that's kind of – Feel good talk that we tell each other Marines, right? No, I know, but see, I was looking at it as though it was negative because he, you know, he was arrested for killing this guy, or they're alleging he killed. Look, the guy. some people get really bent out of shape when you say ex-Marine because I think if you're dishonorably discharged, it's ex, and then if you're then look, there's no winning, right? I, I had a guy call me up. It was actually a boss. I had one of my bosses call me up and say, "This is a long time ago." You said former Marine. There is no such thing as a former Marine. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no, there isn't. And you made me correct it on air. I'm like, geez, give me a break. You know what I mean? I think I gave it the office. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I was in boot camp and I had a, like, uh, anyway, that's that's more of a it, benevolent propaganda. Once a Marine, always a Marine, right? It's in your heart, right? But you're not in the Marine Corps anymore. He's not in the Marine Corps. It's like an ex-husband, an ex-wife. We say that, right? I'm yep, an, I stand corrected. No, no, I mean, look, it's it's not a it's not a black or white thing. It's just, uh, you know, and uh, Kilmeade is doing the right thing. I mean, he's uh, really, you know, championing championing the cause of uh, Daniel Penny. So we can't uh, we can't bust his chops about that. Okay. No, I, I get it. Yep. Thanks. Hey, when thanks, were you Greg. in the Marine Corps? Uh, nine, I got out in 1985. Uh, wow. Yeah, you old. don't. You don't sound that old, but not that you're old. 85. Let me guess. You are, uh, no, I don't know. How old are you? Uh, 59. Wow. That's pretty young. I mean, I would, anyway, you, yeah, you're not, you're not old. And, uh, that's amazing though that you got out of the Marine Corps in 1985. It seems like, anyway, thank you. Hey, you watching the, uh, Paul Pelosi trial? The man to pape who they are unfairly calling a right, right wing supremacist, a white, white, a right wing white supremacist. That's what they're trying to portray the guy. Do me a favor. Alex Wagner from last night in the B block, if you don't mind. Uh, no, C block. Alex Wagner. Have you ever seen this maniac on MSNBC? Very, very bad. Uh, and she never lets on. She hates Trump. 
and she's always wailing about MAGA, never tells anybody that her husband was Barack Obama's chef. His name is uh, Sam Cass, K-A-S-S. And she's also always complaining about white male machismo. She actually says the word machismo. I've heard of macho, and I've heard of machismo. It's more of a Latin thing, right? Machismo. And now suddenly, you know, if you are macho, macho is Remember the village people? Macho man? Macho was a good thing. You could be macho. Masculine. Masculine and in charge. Well, now that's toxic. It's toxic. So, um, macho. Oh, yeah. So she's always complaining about macho white men and their machismo. Well, I looked it up. She's married to the chef of Barack Obama, which means he better be very careful. All right. Presidential chefs lately have been dropping like flies. So we want you to be care. I don't want anything bad to happen to people, anybody, even those I politically disagree with. I will say this. Uh, he doesn't seem to be all that macho. He doesn't. He seems to be lacking in the machismo. Um, Jay in New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. First. Yeah. Hey, Greg. Uh, you know, the fact that they're calling, you know, this the pape guy. A right winger is just—it's just absurd. You know this pride flag, Black Lives Matter, dude. You know that's just absurd. Now, secondly, I just wanted to get your take on this Kevin McCarthy alleged allegedly uh, assaulting a different member of Congress, Tim Burchett. You know, does this vindicate the eight Republicans who have said that McCarthy is not suitable for the speakership? I don't think they need any vindication. I mean, they won that fight, and we all love Mike Johnson, although some people don't love him already. I don't think it has. I thought the whole thing was stupid. And Burchett, Burkett running out there to talk to CNN about what happened to him in the hallway. Imagine being jostled in the hallway and going out and telling the national media about it. And the national media, of course, eating it up. Ooh, Republican on Republican. So I think the whole thing was stupid. Um, I tell you what, if I were Kevin McCarthy, I'd be pretty bitter too. I'd be really bitter. Uh, I, as far as I can tell, he's been pretty civil about the whole thing. So, um, yeah, I might punch somebody in the mouth, to be honest. I might do worse than, I mean, that's not good, but I might if I were him. I don't think he should. I hope he doesn't, but I might. Um, thanks, Jay. Uh, let's do one more. Uh, Nate up in the Bronx. Uh, yes, good afternoon. Uh, this might sound counterintuitive, especially coming from <clears throat> someone who's a uh, fan of uh, right-wing talk radio, conservative radio. But uh, with the bonehead who's in City Hall uh, making these uh, across-the-board cuts to city services, it might actually be beneficial if he cuts the NYPD. And let me explain. The police agencies, yes, they exist to protect and serve. The politicians, that's what they exist to protect and serve. And you saw that on full display a few uh, weeks ago when you had a full-on SWAT team-style assault against this, against this one. He wasn't a Marine, but he was former military. His name is Mr. Yetman over in New Jersey. Yeah, Greg Yetman. Now, yeah, Greg Yetman. Yes. That's the FBI. We already, you know, the FBI, they've gone over the top. They're so woke and weird, and they try to um, uh, sabotage the election of President Trump. They're terrible. I don't think the NYPD is out to serve uh, the politicians of New York City. And I lament a cut in staffing uh, for the NYC, NYPD. I do. I don't think that's a good thing. Um, it's bad enough. Their job is tough enough, and uh, it's just terrible. So, no, I mean, I think you're, t- you're conflating a lot of different things. Yeah, the FBI's got problems. The Capitol Hill police has problems. 
the NYPD has problems, but it's not in a weird way. They didn't create it. It's created by the political class. It's created by um, uh, the left wing BLM and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just and it's chronically mismanaged now. But I'm not going to throw them all in one big giant, you know, pile. Okay, Nate. Fair enough. Uh, well, I, I do have a exception to that. Um, one of the exceptions is that you know it's not just simply the uh, federal authorities; it's also at the state and local level as well. So, uh, yeah, well, know, I mean, uh, I, I still think we need police, and generally speaking, I think police are great. All right, I think they're awesome. So, Nate, you know, all right, so you're you're out there applauding the five uh, percent. You know, the, the NYPD is uh, decreasing. I don't think that's good. I don't think it's good for my safety. You're up there in the Bronx. May not be all that good for your safety. Right now, you don't see many cops, right? I mean, we've made their job so <laughs> we've illegalized. They're doing their job effectively and aggressively. Yeah, it's okay to be an aggressive cop. Hi, James Flippin. See you later, Nate. What's up? Hey, Greg. How you doing? All right, James. How are you? you see, I know I never know how to say hello to you. You always, like, sort of question my hellos. I well, thought that was just, a very innocuous hello. Yeah, I guess it was, but it just suggested that you have nothing to say. <laughs> say hi to me. Hey, Greg, how are you? I'm fine, James. I don't know. I'd like... I can tell you have nothing to say, and that's it. Right, right. Oh, I'm fine. Hey, girl, how are you? All right. Sorry. Uh, is this the first? I think this is the first time. You're like a little bit. Uh, are you, you're a little bit. Now yeah. I'm all up all in right. my chair and aggressive. Just and... tell me what's going on in the news. Okay. So I guess you're talking about it, that this budget cut has been announced. Yeah, Nate's York. all fabulous about it because uh, it's going to be good for MAGA, he thinks. He's wrong, but go ahead. Uh, okay, I'm not sure why that would be the case. But um, supposedly, according to the city hall estimates, the migrant situation is going to end up costing the city between the 2024 and 2025 fiscal year $11 billion. Now, the city budget right now is for $111 billion. So more or less what we're being told is the situation you know, with recently arrived migrants is costing the city about 10% of its budget. Well, it's a total money grab, right? It's just a total panic. We don't have to spend a dime on it. These people who came here, they're pretty smart. They've got ingenuity, right? They came all the way from, um, you know, some came from all points of the world, primarily uh, Mexico and south of Mexico, right? Correct. They got themselves all the way here. If they find out that there are no facilities, that there's no free wa- ride, that you know, like that they're on their own, they'll go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they got here, they'll get somewhere else where they can be, you know, but not here. But, I, I, mean, I think there's we we have uh, subsidized them to an absurd degree. Twelve billion dollars. It doesn't cost twelve billion dollars, by the way. I, I mean, I can't see where they come up with that number. No, it's but. it's 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 a greedy guy with contracts, and you know, there's all kinds. It's like they're 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 pigs, pigs at the trough. I'm talking about Adams and his cronies. So, um, all right. So we don't give them anything, and then they'll leave or, or give them bus tickets. Yeah. Problem solved. I mean, I guess in essence, the city, its leadership, is just saying we're not willing to do that. You know, that they are really into the sanctuary city idea. Well, he actually, they've already said, don't come. Like, so they, that was just a political, it sounded good. It sounded good. Uh, anyway, it is such a mess. It disgusts me. It really does. It breaks my heart. And the idea that we are going to have chronically bad leadership potentially for decades to come. I don't know. Actually, you're getting me all worked up about it all over again. What can we do? <laughs> what can we do? I mean, honestly, I, at this point, I'm not really sure. I guess you write your congressman. 
Congress people and tell them that you don't want this sanctuary city stuff, if that's the way you feel. Thanks. You might also have to look forward to some protests unfolding on some of the city bridges, potentially, by the way, because out in San Francisco, they shut down the Bay Bridge this morning for part of a pro-Palestine protest. Hey, do me a favor. Stop calling it a pro-Palestine protest. Well, you know, what are you supposed to call it? That's a, it is a good question. Bloodthirsty, heathen, uh, uh, evildoers protest. That's riot. A, that's a riot. mouthful. Bloodthirsty, heathen, evildoers riot. I'm just going to write this down. Yes. Bloodthirsty. Bloodthirsty. Evil. Wait, heathen, evildoers. Heathen. Riot, R I O T. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I'm sorry. Pro Palestinian does not do the job. All right. How about those six cops who got punched in the face last night at the Democratic National Committee in Washington D.C.? I I've, I've heard virtually nothing about them. Nothing. It's funny. If they agree with the protesters' cause, you can protest. If they disagree with your cause, you're a threat to democracy. Would it be fair to call them anti-Israel protests? Call them scumbags. Quite frankly, okay. call them anti-Semitic criminals. And what they're talking about right now, and this is where Eric comes in in his chronic mismanagement, started with de Blasio, protesters, just take the bridge. Yeah, take it over. We're going to let you take over the bridge. Like, you can't let them take over the bridge. You can't let them shut down highways. That's, that's a threat to public safety. That's why you have cops. I knew we were in big, big trouble in the summer of 2020 when outside my apartment, I lived on Ninth Avenue at the time, I saw about 5,000 people. Marching north on Ninth Avenue. It's a southbound traffic, right? And they were being led by the police. Not led in terms of they, you know, they, they agreed with the cause, but their movement was being facilitated by the police. And that was on orders from uh, de Blasio. Why would you facilitate that? You shut down Ninth Avenue. That's my street. I couldn't go out. My wife was really upset. Really upset. I mean, I just think back to that time, and it's kind of amazing. Yesterday, we had this big march for Israel, or two days ago, down in D.C., and they made a big point of the fact that they brought in the National Guard for additional security, presence, whatever. And yet, throughout that George Floyd demonstration period, they refused to bring out the National Guard here in New York. Yep. I mean, mean, come on. What a juxtaposition. Ever notice that Kathy Hochul kind of has buck teeth? She does. Nobody ever talks about buck teeth anymore. Buck tooth. I think they've fixed it. I think they fixed buck tooth, the buck tooth syndrome. Hey, real quick, Pete in Brooklyn, yes. Hey, Greg, would you stop saying eggs and sausage? Nobody says that. It's sausage and pepper sauce. Not eggs and sausage. Nobody said anything about eggs, and I can say it any way I want. Where the hell are you from, Philadelphia? You're calling here. We weren't talking about. I got a little note. Okay, you say I said sausage and peppers. It's peppers. Who cares? That's a Philadelphia thing. I remember. Um, yeah, hey, there's only one way to eat a hoagie. You got to eat it like this. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, Philadelphia. They were always. We were always getting challenged by the Philadelphia crew, the Fox crew in Philadelphia, Fox Good Day New York. You know, hey, you do it one way in Philly. Watch out. And I'm like. What? Just, like, yeah, no. like they'll send you to the back of the line if you don't order the cheesesteak the right way. For instance, when oh, uh, they try to make a big deal out of it, this is years ago when uh, Trump, they saw him eating pizza with a knife and fork. I have no problem with that. Eat pizza. And like and they had uh, the morning shows full of out-of-towners, by the way. 
No, you don't need a pizza like that. You got to fold it. You know what I mean? Oh no, 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 no. You got to, you got to do the uh, the New York hang. You the know, New York fold. Yeah, it's just stupid. But stuff. wait a minute. You can eat the pizza however you want. And With I a know fork people, and knife. Of course you can. That's and, a little weird. No, it's not. <laughs> Especially I do it all the time. In terms of, there are plenty of times where I don't eat the bread. I just eat the cheese. Everybody's on their own program here. We don't care. Well, that's okay. the thing. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, that's to, a... to each his own. True. Right. Sure. I just like it's it. New York, we're a bit above that. You know, look outside. There are a billion different ways to do anything. Didn't, and, didn't de Blasio get a hard time for eating with a fork and knife? You know, you can bust his chops about a lot of things. I remember that, too. I was like, nah, I, like he, th- that's the last thing I care about. He can eat it the way he wants. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the guy's upset that I said sausage and peppers or peppers or sausage. I don't get it. I, nobody does. Peppers and sausage. Well, I mean, he's a very, you know, small-minded guy. He's probably has Philadelphia roots. Nothing oh, okay. against Philadelphia, but they're very provincial mm-hmm. in terms of their outlook of, uh, you know, traditions and what you're supposed to do and what that you're is, not supposed to do. That's right? true, yes. It's a very much, you know, you do it this way, not that way. Yeah, but everybody's got that, though. Like Chicago, they say you can't put a yeah. uh, ketchup on a hot dog. Exactly. Chicago is also kind of a small-time you know, uh, very, it's a bit more ethnic, I think, in terms of like, there's a dominant ethnic group. Mm-hmm. Here, everybody mixes. We don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We just don't care. You could eat that pizza however you want. Or the, anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think New York has its own little like idiosyncrasies like that, though. Things oh my God, we're late. Look at the time. I'll be right back. <laughs> Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Man, we talk about a lot of things on this show and uh, topics come and go, but whew, this peppers and sausage, sausage and peppers thing is blowing up. Uh, everybody seems to have an opinion on how to say it uh, or not say it. Uh, a lot of people think I'm right. It doesn't matter. That's a small time, small town kind of thing to get wrapped up in. Uh, others, uh, just, uh, amused by the whole question. Others saying, you're right, Greg. Absolutely go for it. Don't take any crap off of nobody. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that email. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody said the guy from Brooklyn is right. Uh, why do you have to be so nasty? Uh, what do you mean that nasty? This is how I, oh, oh, sorry. I offended you. Oh boy. Whoa. Holy gee. Whoa. Look at the bad words they're using. Telling me I'm nasty, and they're being nasty about it, right? The irony. That would be oxymoronical. Look, I have to leave, and it's probably best for both of us at this time, actually. <laughs> no, it's all good. All good. And uh, with that, some of you have been on hold for a long time, including Andrew. Andrew, good afternoon. You're the opposite of nasty, and is it uh, tailored ham or pork roll? But I want to say Mrs. Murphy, who's running, if she really cares about inequality, and the black community, why does she block school choice like Democrats keep kids in Newark and in uh, Jersey City, Patterson, and the failing public schools because they get money from the Democrat, the teachers union? Absolutely, so wanna... Andrew. It's a great point. I got to keep going. Andy is in, are you in Virginia, Roanoke? Yes, I, yes, I am. Longtime student of the Bible, and I wanted to point out Psalm 83. That is definitely uh, gaining momentum as far as a prophecy. It just just start at verse one. It'll it'll lay it right out because I know time is short. Psalm eighty three. You will definitely be interested. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Old Testament of the Psalms, right? Okay, there's the Psalms. 
Okay. Oh, shoot. That's Book of Job. All right. Hold on a second. Oh, we may have to tune in for tomorrow for more information. All right. Just remember the headline. Psalm 83. Everybody look it up. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Many thanks.